I kept making the same mistake. I found myself falling in love with women who were unavailable. My brothers say I have a sickness. It was a pattern, and even I knew why I did it. If I fell for a girl I could never have, then I wouldn't have anything to lose, and she wouldn't ever be able to leave me. Some people might think it's a peculiar view on life, but you would be a little peculiar too if every woman you had ever loved suddenly died. Ever since mom passed, I have had a phobia about getting attached to a woman. It didn't stop me from loving them. I didn't have a problem with women until I met Gwen. Gwen was in another class from any woman I'd met before. She was out of reach, of course, but for different reasons than the others. It wasn't because she was human. First of all, she was married. Second of all, she was my best friend outside the family. We were heading back to our home planet with the first group of Earth women who had agreed to help us repopulate. All our women had died from a virus, and we had recently found out that every Aussie man was a ticking time bomb too. The virus was going to affect us in a few months and would make us all infertile. If our race was going to survive, we needed to make babies quickly. This wouldn't be a problem for other races, but the situation was a little more complicated for the Alzim than simply knocking up some partners. We bonded for life with a single woman. If we had sex with someone outside the bond, it could drive both partners insane or, in the worst case scenario, kill them. We called the illness bond rejection syndrome, and aside from adolescence, it was the thing we dreaded most. If everything went well with the human females, Earth would send more. It all depended on the report from my sister-in-law, Jane. I was the middle child of five brothers, and I fit all the stereotypes. I stayed up too late gaming and drinking, but wrecking the starship had been a new low for me. It was the triggering incident that made me take a good look at my life. Gwen. I stepped into Anders' personal space and got in his face, trying not to notice how good he smelled. How's that for a perfect marriage, Anders? Does that count as a mistake? I've never screwed up anything as badly as I messed up my marriage. He stared at me. He had light brown hair that was always a little bit messy, in a sexy sort of way. His blue eyes always stared at me with a zeal that made every cell in my body come to life. All the Medean brothers ran to the intense side. I suppose it came from losing their mother at such a young age. His body was lean and muscled with washboard abs and biceps to die for. Not that I had noticed or anything. I knew there was something wrong. His gorgeous blue eyes looked troubled. What happened? Jake left me. I felt humiliated to say it out loud and stared at the floor. All the feelings of loss came back to me in an instant. Are you sure? He said he was going on leave and going back to Earth. Anders looked bewildered. I just had a beer with him a few weeks ago. He was going home to visit his sister who just had a baby. That's true. I felt empty inside. But he's been seeing a woman from housekeeping. You mean cheating on you? Anders interjected. 
It didn't matter how you said it. Jake had broken our bond. They went back to Earth together to get married. She's pregnant with his baby. I swallowed. I signed the divorce papers this morning. I can't believe it. I nodded. I knew that my eyes were full of tears, but I refused to let them fall.